So he's saying, let God arise today. Let there be an awakening of Christ within the hope of glory. Let there be an echo of rejoicing over and over and over again. Amen? Glory to God. You excited about that? Who is the enemy? You know, who is the enemy? He says, his enemies be scattered. You know, I think I've shared this with you before, but I've, I don't know, um, I've seen pictures of, of people going into dark places and when they go into dark places, they'll find a nest of cockroaches when they turn the light on or it torches on. And if you find a nest of cockroaches, when the light comes on, when the light begins to shine, those things scatter in every single direction to get away from the light. God says, let God arise in the church. His enemies be scattered. You need to start to see the enemy like cockroaches. When you, sp- when you turn the light on into that dark place, they begin to scatter. It's time for the enemy to scatter, but the enemy will not scatter unless God arises in the church. Here's... You know, what he's doing is activating what's already on the inside of you and what's already on the inside of me. Amen? Hey! Whoa. (laughs) See, what we've got to do is we've got to stop seeing something needs to be done and recognize that something has been done. Amen? Amen? And rise up in the victory. Hallelujah. Someone say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen? And I just sense with that word this morning that some people are running from the enemy. And the enemy has been driving them out of their even geographical positions. And I sense God saying, you know, you can't run from the enemy. Because if you're running in fear, you're going to find the same thing wherever you go. It's time to stand. And having done all to stand, to stand. Amen? And what I saw when he showed me that, it was like I could see people actually running and the enemies after them. But then I saw them turn around and run after him and drive him out. It's time to drive him out of your patch. I said, it's time to drive him out of your patch. It's like trying to run from COVID. Remember, I spoke about it last week. People trying to move out and run and run to the hills, run to the hills, run to the hills, get away from it. And it, it there's, was nowhere in the globe where you could go where, where you couldn't find it. Amen. That can be a type and shadow of what's going on right now. God's saying, shine the, put the torch on, shine the light and the cockroaches will scatter. I don't know who that's for. I think it could be, could be very much like for everybody here in some way, shape or form. Amen? So how do we, how, how do we maintain that part? Of, how do we get into that place of strength? You know, God says, be strengthened with might and your spirit and your inner man. Be rooted and grounded in love. Let that power that's on the inside of you enable you to comprehend the length, the breadth, the depth of God's love. That you would, you, 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 that you would be able to experience, grasp and, and experience the love of God. He wants us to experience his love in manifestation in this hour. Amen? Hallelujah. And then he whispered to me, Kim, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Lord is the strength of your life. Amen. In the book of uh, Nehemiah, it, it's a it's a unique chapter in Israel's history. We actually see that the remnant of exiles um, from the once great kingdom returning to the city and rebuilding the city. Do you remember that? Yeah. Hallelujah. But they had to be reminded in Nehemiah eight ten that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. And they had to be reminded that the actual, the promise of God, that they were actually covenant people. Their joy was the fact that they were in covenant with God. And the joy of knowing that strengthened them. The joy of knowing that God was with them strengthened them. 
And I believe God is saying to the church right now, I am with you. And as I preached a couple of weeks ago, I'm bigger than that. Amen. I'm bigger than any opposition. But be strengthened with joy in knowing that you are in covenant with Almighty God. And he is faithful to every promise that he has ever given you. Is that right? Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I hope this is going on podcast or something. But anyway, turn your thing on. Hey, they were, they were strong. They were full of joy. He said, be, be, be strengthened with joy. Turn to someone and say, the joy of the Lord is your strength. But you know what? Joy is an internal experience. Stuff happens, but joy is an experience that, that, we, that we have internally. It's not happy, but you need to get happy. Happy is a really good start. You know, if you don't feel full of joy this morning, I believe that God's going to activate the joy that resides on the inside of you because he lives on the inside of you. And one of his characteristics, the presence of the Lord actually develop. It, 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 it's the power that his presence within has given you joy. Amen? You have joy. You don't have to look for joy. You don't have to look for an experience to give you joy. You actually carry joy on the inside of you right now. God says it's time for the joy of the Lord to be activated in the church so that they can be strengthened. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Strong to stand. Come on. This is a really good word. Oh, so good. So timely. It doesn't come from an external experience. You know, I've had some experiences lately that have really been frustrating me. Really been frustrating me. Some of you might be able to relate. But I have always hated losing things. When I lose something, you know, true confessions of the pastor, I find it incredibly hard, right? Lord Jesus to rest until I find it. And at times over the years, I have got quite ugly <laughs> when I am trying to find something that I have lost. Yeah? Really ugly. Is anyone else going to look for this with me? Is anyone going to help me? Hmm? Anyone going to help me find this? And I can tip well, of late, I confess, if I haven't lost my keys, I've lost my glasses. And if I've lost my keys, I can't find them. But I lost my glasses too because I can't see where they are. <laughs> I did tell you this. I went to Erina the other day and I lost the glasses, didn't I? And I'm tracking back, find if I... And the day before that, I actually lost the keys. And I'm tracking all around the Imperial Centre trying to find my keys. Because... So I've had an experience of this, right? And I just laughed and laughed and laughed this morning when God used that experience to show me something. He said, Kim, are you that diligent to find your joy when you lose it? As you as determined to get back that joy when you lose it as you are determined to find your glasses? Are you that determined to find the key Oh, hallelujah. I spent an hour looking for my keys the other day and they were exactly where I thought they were that I looked in the first place. <laughs> they were there and I get back here and then you that determined to find your that is key that the key oh, to the kingdom. Because the kingdom is righteousness, peace and joy. Are you that determined to find your joy when you lose it? And I had to confess, no. Why? Because my people perish through a lack of knowledge. I'm not even thinking that the enemy's after my joy. That that's the most precious thing, that one of the most precious things that we, that we have is our joy because our joy is our strength. And our joy strengthens us to stand in faith. Faith and joy working together in incredible force against the enemy. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How good is that? Do you know what happened after this this morning? I'm sitting there, sitting out in the west. I'm going through my bag. Going through my bag, going through my bag. What happened? I lost my glasses again. Did Timmy find my glasses? Hallelujah. Where were they? 
right here. <laughs> right here all the time. Amen? Come on, that's my example. That's my true confessions for the week. Bless the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. So we need to put on our spiritual glasses. We need to be able to see. We need clear sight in what's going on here right now. God says the church has lost their joy. If you're finding yourself in a place where you don't feel strong in your it says it's because of you need to you need to be determined to get that joy back. You need to be determined to, 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 to be a joyful person. Why? Because, why should I? Because I have a covenant with Almighty God. Amen. He's already turned my mourning into dancing, my sorrow into joy. I can't read the Word of God without being filled with joy. If your strength level is down, you need to get into the Word. And I'm speaking to myself even more, even more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yay. This is so good. I nearly didn't come this morning because I was having such a wonderful time going over this. Oh, hallelujah. See, God, do I have to go? I do love you. But it's amazing, you know. You don't want to sort of shift out of it. You know, I've got to go, got to go. Got to get ready. Oh, bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. So if you're sad, get glad by getting into the Word of God. Amen? Thank you, Father. 1 Thessalonians 5.16. You might have to open your Bibles this morning and go and go to your technical things because we haven't got it up there. Hallelujah. Listen to what Paul says. Be happy in your faith. In other words, when the Word of God comes, it should make you happy. It should stir joy on the inside of you, the witness on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit who knows exactly what you're going to read and agrees with it completely. Glory to God. Be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually always. When? Continually always. Why? Because I walk with God. He promises to never leave or forsake me. He is with me forever. That word is with me. The word is with me always. Oh, come on. How good is this? <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord. Listen to this, verse 17. Be unceasingly in prayer, praying perseveringly, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus. To in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. He reveals it and he's the mediator of it. Hallelujah. Do not quench, suppress or subdue the Holy Spirit. Do not spurn the gifts and utterance of the prophets. Do not depreciate prophetic revelations, nor despise inspired instruction or exhortation or warning, but test and prove all things until you recognize what is good to and hold fast to it. Hold fast to it. Hold, test it. Does this word bring me joy? You know, because if I'm saying, well, it doesn't always make me happy. It feels like quite corrective sometimes. Well, you know, correction should always bring joy. Why? Because when you know the love of God, you know that if there's any correction, it's only correction to bring you alignment so that you can actually walk in what he has for you, which is so much better than what you're thinking about is good for you. So if he makes alignment, you think, oh, praise God for that. I missed that one, didn't I? I missed that bullet. I missed that bullet because he corrected me and he brought me into a place where he wants me to be. Why? Because he loves me and he wants me blessed. He wants me to walk in everything that... Jesus paid for me to walk into. So bring the correction on. You know, I remember when I was first born again, passion for the Word of God. I'm still passionate about the Word of God. But, mate, it was so different in my life to be passionate about I opened the I never stopped. I was still smoking at the time, so I'd sit at the table with my Bible open, smoking cigarettes, and go, wow, did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you see that? It brought me so much joy. And when it was it bringing me into alignment, I'd go... Bring it on. 
When I'd feel it cut and divide between what was going on in my soul and what was happening in my spirit, I'd say, give me more. Someone say, give me more. You see, whom the Father loves, he corrects. But everything, everything in God needs to take its landing place where it can take off is in the love of God. If I know God loves me, then I welcome this word. Amen. I never feel berated. I never feel like, oh, you know, like I'm not good enough. I'm actually, I am good enough. That's why he's speaking to me. He does love me. That's why he's speaking to me. What loving father would want their children to, to, to keep on running and fall off a cliff? No, he's going to say, hang on a minute. Let's make an adjustment. Let's get this right. Amen. Turn to someone and say, we need to get it right. Thank you, Jesus. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5 again in the message translation. It says, be cheerful no matter what. Be cheerful no matter what. No matter what's happening. I mean, isn't it great this morning that we just didn't fall off our little perches and, oh, dear, oh, my God, what are we going to do? The sound isn't on. What are we going to do with no sound? How is the music department going to go when they can't, they can't do their set? Yeah? Weren't they awesome? Give it up for them. Give it up for our sound guys. Give it up for our technicians who running around, serving us, bringing all this out. It's amazing. <laughs> so be cheerful no matter what. I mean, can you just imagine this morning? I'm so excited. I think joy is going to be released in the house this morning and I walk in and everything is bang. <laughs> really? What's that all about? The enemy wants to rob our joy in any way possible, you know? Like, we're just not going to be able to be professional this morning. How can God move without our professionalism? <laughs> we can just be like family today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's have a camp meeting. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's read it again. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Someone say, all the time, we're running out of time. I can't believe this. I haven't even got in my message yet. <laughs> be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. Just continue to be cheerful. Amen? Here's the truth. Desire in me to live a cheerful life is from Jesus. The truth is my desire to be full of joy. Yeah, My desire to be happy is because of Jesus. Yeah? He wants us to be cheerful. He wants us to live a life of joy. But we know in John 10, 10, don't we, that the thief cometh but to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus come, that you would have life. He said, I have come, that you would have life amplified, life in abundance till it overflows, that you would, you would have life and enjoy life to the full. Enjoy, enter into the joy of life. Enter into the joy of life. Not wait for stuff to happen. Not for stuff to come. Not so having stuff or the right people or the what. You've got the right person in your life. He's called Jesus and his spirit lives on the inside of you. Filling you with the fruit of the spirit. It's a fruit which his presence within accomplishes in you. One of those fruits is joy. And the first one is love. And I believe, I believe the rest of them are actually segments of the love. Yeah? Love. When you know you're loved, you're going to be full of joy. That's why love comes first. When you know you're loved by God, you're going to be joyous. Why? Because he's not going to leave you in the state that he found you. He never leaves us in the state that he finds us. Oh, hallelujah. You can't spend time with Jesus and remain the same. Amen? Come on. This is good word. This is a good word. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Father. Philippi, I'm going to run through this. This is where I really start, I think. Philippians 4, <laughs> verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight, gladden yourself in him. Again, I say rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. In, in the Passion Translation, it says, Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. 
Let your joy overflow. So it doesn't matter what season you're in, you can be joyous. Why? Because he said to be. He actually commands you to be. And with his command comes a grace for you to be. It's great to have hope set before. But he says, enjoy your life while you're walking towards what you see in the future. What I see in the future. Enjoy the season that you're in right now. Don't wait for it to happen because you'll always be pushing it out in front of you. But God says, enjoy your season now. Enter into life now. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Philippians 4, it says, it, it says uh, Philippians 4, 4 again, celebrate God all day, every day. I mean revel in him. What does that word revel mean? It means to engage in lively and noisy festivities, especially those that engage drinking, and dancing. <laughs> now he's not talking about alcohol. He says if you're going to get drunk with wine, you're just going to ruin your life. Right? That's what will ruin you. But he said instead, be filled with the Spirit. So he says revel in him, rejoice in him, revel in him. Engage in festive celebrations. Amen? Amen? And begin to drink church and begin to dance. I said begin to drink church and begin to dance. If you were here on Wednesday night, you would have learned a little bit about drinking. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. I've got more time than I thought. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. I thought it was nearly 11 o'clock. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Father. You know what God's saying? He's saying, make a decision to live this way. Make a decision to live this way. Have a drink. Have a drink. Drink of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Eat of the Word. Have a gospel. <laughs> you know, there always be opportunities to be sad. Have you noticed that? Oh, there will always be opportunities to be sad. You live in the world and you'll have opportunities and, and you know, say, so, well, I'll just, uh, I'll just, you know, stay at home. I'll just isolate myself and stay at home. You know, like if you stay at home because you're sad, the only company you've got is sad. Sad number one, sad number two, number two. And they're in full agreement to be sad. Amen. <laughs> but we need to make a decision to live this way. My joy can affect the world around me. Learn that he has it covered. Truth is when Jesus is, the truth is Jesus is your saviour. When, when he, when, the truth is Jesus being your saviour um, makes sad not your reality anymore. Sad isn't your reality anymore once Jesus is your saviour. You're called to live in a different realm. Amen. So when bad news comes your way, that's not my reality anymore. This is just an opportunity for Jesus Christ to be glorified. This is an opportunity for me to laugh, for me to dance, for me to sing. Why? Because I know the wicked's day is coming to an end real quick. And the quicker I dance and the quicker I sing and the quicker I laugh and the quicker I rejoice, his enemy will come to an end in my life. Quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. As a matter of fact, I'm not even looking to see if he's gone because I'm living like he has. Yeah? Yeah. Turn to someone and say, live in the dream. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. 
Embracing the fact that we are saved and rejoicing in our salvation creates an internal experience of our joy being activated. When you take that word and you look into that mirror, that's how it is with me. That's how it is with me. That reflection coming back from the mirror of the word of God, that is how it is with me. Not how it is going to be, that is how it is with me. Because Jesus has already disarmed principalities and powers and he's already triumphed over them and we ought to live like he has. Amen? Amen. Come on. 1 Peter 1 verse 6, Amplified. You should be exceedingly glad on this account, though now for a little while you may be distressed by trials and suffer temptations, so that the genuineness of your faith may be tested and your faith, which is infinitely more precious than the perishable gold, which is tested and purified by fire. This proving of your faith is intended to redound to your praise and glory and honour when Jesus Christ the Messiah, the anointed one, is revealed. Without having seen him, you love him. Without having seen him, you love him. You have the capabilities of loving someone you have not seen. You may have experienced the outcome of knowing him, but you haven't literally seen him face to face. Having seen him, you love him. Though you do not even now see him, you believe in him and exult and thrill with inexpressible and glorious triumphant heavenly joy. At the same time, you receive the result, the outcome, the consummation of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Hallelujah. He says, you rejoice in me and you will receive the outcome. Because when joy, joy, that you can't even understand is full of the glory of the Lord. And when you, when you, when you praise Him, when you worship Him, when, when, when you are, when you are expressing joy, the outcome is coming to you, because joy is full of glory. I said, joy releases the glory. Joy releases. The goodness of God. You rejoicing in him, releasing your faith in his goodness actually brings a manifestation of the glory of God. Joy unspeakable is full of glory. I said joy unspeakable is full of the glory of the Lord. And what he's saying here is that your mediator will bring the outcome to pass. He will be the one that causes you to experience the outcome of what joy can bring, which is glory. The goodness of God, the manifestation of his person, all that he is and all that he's done. Thank you, Father. That's something to celebrate right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So we don't wait for our soul to tell us when to be happy. If you wait for your soul to tell you when to be happy, when the stuff arrives, you know, when the postman arrives with it and puts it at your door, you don't wait for that to happen before you rejoice. Because when you rejoice while it's on its way, you speed up its delivery. Anyone need some deliveries? Sped up at the moment. Yeah. Hallelujah. In other words, don't wait for your soul to tell you when to be happy. Get happy now. I said, get happy now. I love it when the Holy Ghost hits and you start laughing and at the most stupid things. And then someone asks you afterwards, what were you laughing at? And you tell them, and you just go, oh. And, and, and you, they don't only go, oh, but you go, oh. Yeah, not really funny, is it? God just did something, didn't he? He just gave you a little poke. And you saw, this, you saw the humor in something that you never saw before. Yeah? You saw the humor in it. God says, I'm waiting for you to see the humour in things. Even things that aren't good. Why? 
<laughs> well, God sits in the heavens and laughs That's because right. he sees that the wicked's day is coming to an end, so I may as well just sit with him. <laughs> and laugh too. And think like he thinks. Amen? It's coming to an end. I said, I'm laughing because it's coming to an end. Amen? I said, we're laughing because it's coming to an end. Oh, yeah. Proverbs 17, 22, a merry heart does good like a medicine. Healing begins to break forth when you begin to laugh. Healing begins to break forth. Anyone healing? Break forth? Well, I'll be happy. Oh, I'll be glad when this happens. I'll be glad when this back's well. I'll be glad when I can walk better. Healing breaks forth when you begin to laugh. A merry heart does good like a medicine. There's medicine. It's a gospel. You know, people are striving to get better. People are striving. They're trying everything to get better. They're trying everything to get healed. They're trying to quote the word right. They're trying to work it all right. They're trying, nothing wrong with quoting the word. Don't get me wrong. They're trying to do it all right. And God's saying, well, you just get merry and laugh a bit. <laughs> well, you just start to laugh a bit. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> like a child. Amen. Ha, 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 ha. You know, now can I just, can I just, some of you just missed an amazing opportunity right then and there. Some of you missing an, an opportunity right there and there. You'll probably get up and tell me afterwards you wished you had a joinder. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Healing breaks loose. Now, let me give you a little sidetrack here. What Catherine just did there was she released a portion. Some of you are going to find that there's things in your body that are aligned now because of what she did. She was in obedience to the Holy Spirit. I said, it's not hard. It's the foolish things of this world that confound, you know, the, the, the foolish things of God that confound man's wisdom. And some of us only know when we go to heaven and you say, well, God, thank you for miraculously healing me of that. And they'll say, do you know why that happened? Because when Catherine got up in obedience to the Holy Spirit and did her little dance, something broke loose on your body that you've been carrying. Something happened in your body. Something shifted in your body because she was obedient to what God said to do. You know, you only need one man at the gate beautiful to change a city. So if one man gets this, one man gets this, it can change the city. Someone says, I'm feeling real uncomfortable with that. You know, you're just going to have to deal with your discomfort. You are seriously going to have to deal with your discomfort because this is going to become commonplace. It will become commonplace in our lives individually, in our homes, in our city, in our workplaces. It will become commonplace because when the church gets into alignment, guess what? They release alignment. Their presence will shift atmospheres. Yeah? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You're missing opportunities all over the place this morning. Bless the Lord. Someone stand up and just bless the Lord. Come on, let's just stand up and bless the Lord. Hey, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you in this place. We bless you in this place, God. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you. You are the Lord of the breakthrough. You are the Lord of the breakthrough. We worship you. We praise you. 
We declare your lordship over this meeting, over our lives, over our souls, over our body. Whoa, activate our joy this morning, Lord. Activate the joy of the Lord that is within us. Put a song and a dance, Father God, that we will not be silent. We'll continue to sing and we'll continue to dance. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated. You know, we need to get up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, listen here, face, countenance, get happy. You know, Smith Wigglesworth said every morning he used to get up and do his happy. You know what he used to call his dance? Anyone like what he walked in? You know what he used to call his dance? High-speed dancing. He said, I never started the day without high-speed dancing. Not just dancing, but high-speed dancing. Yep. Yes, so do I. John 15, let's look there. John 15, verse 9. As the Father loved me, I've also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, I will, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. He says, I want you to be full of joy in the hearing of I love you. I want you to be full of joy in the hearing of I love you. You know what? You will know that God has never held anything back from you. When you know he loves you, you say, God, you, haven't, you will not hold this back. You haven't held this back. You will not hold this back. You are not holding this back. Amen? From me. So he says, I want you to be full of joy in the hearing. See, it's in the hearing. Those words, I love you. See, faith comes by hearing, but joy comes by hearing as well. Joy and faith come by hearing. He says, I'm speaking to you that your joy will be full. Thank you, Jesus. That my joy may remain in you and your joy may be full. This is my commandment that I, you love one another. You know, the time to rejoice is now. Now. The time to rejoice is now. When Jesus speaks, the outcome is joy. Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. When Jesus speaks, faith comes. When Jesus speaks, joy comes to strengthen you to continue to stand when you are standing. There's a good word right there. Thank you, Father. The force of faith working together with the force of joy. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law that can bring a charge against you. Some would say the fruit of the Spirit is love, as I said, but I believe it contains all of those attributes. Amen? In other words, you've got a fruit salad on the inside of you. Amen? You've you got a, you a full-on fruit salad on the inside of you. All of it on the inside of you. God just wants to activate what's on the... Anyone like fruit salad? <laughs> Woo! You've got a full-on fruit salad on the inside of you. Amen? Nothing held back. People like that one. I knew that would make someone laugh when I thought of that. It made me laugh. I thought someone will laugh at that. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and say, I think you can laugh at that. You know, there's a lot of things you need to be laughing at in your life. Because if you look into the Word, you see the outcome which is already yours. So when things come, he says, I want you to count it all joy when you turn into diverse temptations. So when, you know, no, you know, wow, it's just adding to your character. It's adding to your experience that you actually experience the goodness and the grace of God in areas that you have not experienced it before. Amen? You know, someone says, you don't realize what, you know, I'm battling, you know, like I'm really, really having a lot of financial difficulty right now and you're telling me to laugh. Yeah, God says in 2 Corinthians 9, what does he say? He loves a cheerful giver. You know what that word cheerful means? It means hilarious giver. A, a hilarious giver. And some of you need to be, you know, you're holding back giving from God. You actually need to laugh at the devil and bring your tithes and offerings so that God breaks that stuff off you. Amen. 
and you need to laugh about it. You know, I love it when you do the tithe and offering sometimes and that ping, ping, ping. <laughs> huh? That's the time where we all should be getting up, celebrating, saying, wow, they are going to step on poverty's head again. God loves a cheerful giver whose heart's in his giving and that enables him to bring me even more so that I can continue to pour out and give. Hey, man, I'll pay your rent this week. <laughs> I've got mine. I'll pay yours as well. The church be so prosperous. I'm having trouble finding a building that will help me, you know, in my practice. Oh, don't worry about it. We've got one. There you go. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Some would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say a lot of things. We say a lot of things. Thank you, Jesus. Some say a lot of things. Oh, Lord, Jesus, don't you just say a lot of things. He's got it all covered. He's bigger than any problem you could possibly have. He's greater. You know, like he's, he's already dealt with the mountains. Yeah? He's dealt with a lot. This joy can be unspeakable. I just don't know how to, how to express it. He'll help you express it. He'll help you express it. Hallelujah. You know that scripture in 1 Peter uh, 1, 8 to 9, it says at the same time, at the same time as you rejoice from your heart, you receive the outcome of it. What's the outcome of it? I got it. I got it. Yeah, but where is it? I don't know. I got it. But I can't see it. I don't care. I can. I got it. How do you know you got it? I know. I got it. I know. I've got it. Yeah, you just got it. Amen. I've got it. Yeah, that's it. You know, once you get it in here. So good. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Me and Jesus have got a history here going on. Yeah. We got history. I know when he tries that again, I know exactly where to go. I got it. Is anyone getting this? Has anyone got it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is one of these things where I feel like saying, go and get a coffee, come back, and we'll get into the next session. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Well, if you've got it, it's time to get happy now. Amen. It's time to count it joy now. All joy. All joy. All joy. Bless the Lord. I can't finish this, though I wish I could. I will finish on this. Psalm 126, verse 1. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, when we were like those who dream. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Then they sung among the... When the church awakens to this, the Lord, they'll be saying, the Lord has done great things for them. Who? You. Turn to someone and say, you. Yes. You know why? Because you're going to act like it. You're going to look like it. You're going to sound like it. Not like a people that are waiting for him to do it, but the fact that he has already done it. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. I said, we are glad. Why, why can you look so happy in the midst of devastation? Because the Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. We are glad. He has made me I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Well, how childish. Get childish. <laughs> The kingdom of heaven belongs to children. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's 
in keeping with that, the Lord has done great things for them. He has turned their captivity. Church, he has turned our captivity. There is a laugh of faith. Psalm 2 verse 4, he who sits in the heavens laughs. Have you positioned yourself correctly in life? Have you actually purposely positioned yourself correctly? What's correctly? Ephesians 2 verse 6. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace we have been saved through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. Have you taken your seat? He's sitting in the heavens and laugh, and he has raised you up together with him. Time to start laughing, church. I said it's time to start laughing, church. It's time to start singing. Someone say, have a laugh, have a laugh. Ha, ha, ha. How do I laugh? Ha, ha, ha. Well, you're doing that. Yes, I am. He tells me to laugh, so guess what I'm doing? I am laughing. Amen. Why don't you stand up and go, ha, ha, ha. Go on. next to you and just begin to laugh. It's contagious. It's contagious. Let your laughter and your joy be contagious. Ha, 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 ha. Woo! Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You tell you what, your enemy's scattering right now. Just give yourself a little bit more to that. There's some enemies that are scattering. There's some enemies that are scattering right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Stir it up now. Stir it up. Thank you, Father. He wants to stir up joy in the church. He wants to stir it up. He says, you haven't laughed enough. Is that enough? No. Not until your face gets sore and your belly gets sore and you feel like you've done a marathon. Amen. You feel like you've lifted so many weights and done so many sit-ups. Amen. God's saying, I want you to do sit-ups. Sit up. Sit up. Sit up. Sit up. Take your seat. Sit up. Sit up. Take your seat in heavenly places and sit up strong. Sit up. Oh, hallelujah. Sit where you belong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Woo! Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. This is the way some of you even right now are taking back what the enemy has stolen. You are taking back what the enemy has stolen. Your laughter is taking back. You are taking back your joy. You are taking back what belongs to you. You are taking a hold of your inheritance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You're taking a hold of it right now. Amen. Don't wait for it to come on. You take a hold. It's yours now. It's yours now. Oh, God, fill me with joy. He's already done that. He's already filled you with joy. Joy unspeakable releases the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Joy unspeakable. Joy unspeakable. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Woo! Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Bless the Lord. 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 Someone say, bless the Lord. Can you bless the Lord today? Can you bless the Lord today? Are you, are you glad you're alive? I mean, celebrate that you're alive. Amen. Just celebrate that you're alive on this planet tonight. Amen. Just celebrate that you're alive. Celebrate where you are, Liberty. You are Liberty. You are Liberty. This is our family. You are Liberty. You are standing in freedom right now. Now keep on going. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You know what? I'd really love to challenge you. Give me some homework. Do you like homework? Have a negativity fast this week. Try having a negativity fast. Yeah? Try just believing the best of every person. Yeah? Try, try just to pay no attention to a suffered wrong. Amen? Amen? Try not to be touchy, fretful or resentful. You know, those sort of things are going to guard your heart. Amen? They're going to keep you joy. Yeah? Amen? And you know, we really we really do well when we can actually be amongst other people and still maintain our joy. Have you noticed that? Because you can be sure to be sure you'll be tested as soon as you walk out. Someone's going to look miserable up there. Someone's going to be unhappy and you're going to walk into right, you're going to walk right into their, 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 their metron of unhappiness. But do you know what? Something, there's someone in you that's greater than he is in them. Amen? So why don't you just release the greater one on them so that they can enter into the joy with you. So someone say, greater is the joy that is in me than the misery that is in the world. You see, you've got it to share. You've got it to share. Why don't you just give someone a huge big high five and say, you are blessed coming into this place today. And you are blessed going out. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we want to pray for you today. If you need healing today, if you need baptism of the Holy Spirit so you're filled and flooded with his joy, please come forward and we'll pray for you. If you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, amen. If you need a fresh touch from the Lord, you got it today. You got it big time today. Amen. Bless the Lord. Have an amazing week.